Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ, our soon returning blessed King. I am Marco Kiroglu. Welcome to our program, Countdown to Christ. In this program, normally, we talk about the fact that Jesus Christ is indeed coming back soon to fetch his bride from this glowingly dark world. Recently, a friend of mine made this remark. He said, the world is growing glowingly dark. The wickedness and rebellion against God in the world is at such a level that I sincerely don't think we have anything in comparison to that throughout the history of the world in the last 2,000 years. In fact, when we look at the church history, we have seen gradually church growing, gradually people of God going to the four corners of the world, evangelizing people and transforming societies for the glory of God. But in the last 20 years, but to be more precise, maybe in the last five years, there is this incredible momentum of rebelling against God and everything about God all over the world. In America, in Europe, in South Africa, in Australia and Canada, these are main homelands of the Western civilization, especially in these homelands of Western civilization, you see an incredible stubbornness and rebellion against God and everything that is of God, as if mankind has decided in their heart that they are going to remove the name of God from the face of earth and from the memory of every living creature once for all. Yes, indeed, this is their intention. Indeed, this is their attempt. They want to remove the name of God from every constitution, from every school, from every curriculum. They want to remove the name of God from the memory of mankind. They want to create an entirely godless civilization. And in the last five years, their efforts have increased in great speed and in great in, in, in great speed and in great momentum so much so that today in a country like South Africa which is always which has always been known to be a country of traditional staunch Christians even in a country like South Africa recently in the recent years to be more precise our government has passed laws after laws banning parents' rights, rights to discipline their children, taking their rights from them to discipline their own children, legalizing abortion, recognizing homosexuality as a norm. But if that is not enough, churches started embracing these norms. Today, right towards the end of 2019, one of the largest denominations in South Africa Dutch Reformed Church is busy falling apart because 
the church senate has decided some years ago already to embrace homosexuality. And today, many Dutch Reformed congregations across South Africa have already adopted homosexuality as a norm of life. Abortion is a widespread practice across this nation. Every year, hundreds and thousands of unborn babies are being ripped apart in pieces in the womb of their mothers. Our government recently took parents' rights away from them to discipline their children. If that is not enough, now currently our government is busy trying to implement a new controversial law, comprehensive sex education in even primary schools, where they will teach children unspeakable sexual practices as early as grade four. You see, while all of, all of these things are happening, it's impossible for any student of the Bible, it's impossible for any true believer of Jesus Christ to ignore these things. These things are happening and giving us great concern for the future of this nation. We try our best. We pray for our country. We try to warn people around us. We try to rally people around us that we will write signatures, we will write petitions, sign petitions, and maybe we can reverse this momentum of increasing evil in the nation. While we try our very best, unfortunately, or shall I rather say fortunately, these things will continue from strength to strength because mankind has decided in their heart to rebel against God. I say fortunately because these things are predicted in the Bible. These things are fulfillment of Bible prophecy. God is still in control. The wicked man out there thinks he is getting, taking charge of the world. He thinks he is in charge of his own life. The wicked man in the ruling of the country, while they're passing these wicked laws, they think they are kicking God out of this nation. But they are wrong. God is still in, on his throne. God is still in control. And this is their time to either obey God willfully or to rebel against God. They have the freedom to do that. You have the freedom to do that. We all have the freedom to obey God willfully and joyfully or to rebel against God. Very sadly though, majority of Government leaders in South Africa today are busy rebelling against God, carrying this nation in a war against God, taking this nation on a head-on collision with God. At the same time, many church leaders, precisely on the issue of homosexuality, on the issue of abortion, many, many church leaders are rebelling against God. They are trying to redefine who God is. They are trying to rewrite God's principles. They are trying to redefine Christianity. In doing so, they are rebelling against God. Homosexuality is a great abomination before God. We read it in the Bible over and over and over. God destroyed civilizations such as Sodom and Gomorrah because of the grave sin of homosexuality. 
In the book of Romans chapter 1, Apostle Paul wrote extensively what a grave sin is homosexuality and what terrible future is waiting those who choose to walk that path. But today, many pastors in this country of South Africa will not want to preach that because they have already decided to rebel against God in their hearts. They have already decided not to obey the word of God, but to rewrite the word of God, to redefine who God is, to redefine what God's principles are. They can twist, they are twisting the words. They are redefining the meanings of certain vocabularies. But you know what? At the bottom of, of the, at the end of the day, at the bottom of the argument, lies their heart. In the bottom of their heart, in the depths of their heart, they have already decided not to honor God, but to follow the political correctness around us. People who practice abortion, who promote abortion, they are sworn enemies of God because they are busy killing unborn babies in hundreds and thousands daily. They are committing a genocide. They are committing a genocide of unborn children. And they have written the law in such a way that they legalized it. Killing unborn babies is a legal practice. When Christian doctors stand up and speak and say, abortion is murder, they get prosecuted. But I have a word for anyone who wants to know the truth on this matter. <clears throat> yes, abortion is murder. Furthermore, abortion is genocide. If I look at the sheer scale of abortion, it is not anymore just a murder of one or two people. It's a genocide of a whole unborn generation. Where are the pastors? Why do they not speak about it? In fact, Recently, I am coming across more and more so-called pastors justifying abortion, justifying the practice of abortion, twisting the word of God into every unthinkable direction. You see, all of these things were prophesied as the great apostasy in the end times. In the end times, mankind will be the God of their own lives. They will redefine everything. There will be no more rights and no more wrongs. There will be a rebellious generation. They will rebel against God. They will rebel against their parents. They will be treacherous people, dishonest people. You know, the scary thing is, when you start being dishonest to God, then there is no end of your dishonesty then you will be dishonest to everyone. And this is, the, this is the sheer reality of those dishonest pastors who are twisting the word of God and justifying homosexuality and abortion. They are dishonest people. They are twisted people. Their minds are twisted. They know, they know the word of God. They studied it for many years. They have been appointed as ministers and pastors. They know the word of God. They ought to know it. But they stand up on the pulpits. They go and write articles. They speak on TV programs in total violation of the word of God. In direct opposition of the word of God. They are dishonest people. They are dishonest to God whom they claim to serve. 
They are dishonest to Jesus whom they claim to preach. What kind of honesty can anybody expect from such people? If they begun, if they begin to be dishonest to the king of kings, imagine what great dishonesties will come out of the mouth of such dishonest people in their relationship with other people. Recently, our chief justice in South Africa has made it a law that now parents in South Africa cannot discipline their children. And the argument is that it is the right thing to do according to constitution. Constitution of who? Constitution written by men who do not know and who do not respect God. But at the same time, our chief justice himself claims to be a Christian. In the one hand, he claims to be Christian. On the other hand, he makes it a law to he makes it a law that to obey God is a criminal activity now in this country. You see, this is the great apostasy, and it's taking place all around us. They are paving the way for the rise of the Antichrist. One day when Antichrist will rise to power, he will tap them on their shoulders as good and faithful servants. Yes, I will say it again. These people who have been promoting homosexuality, these pastors and preachers, these so-called Christians who have been promoting comprehensive sex education, these so-called Christians who have been promoting abolishing of corporal punishment of children by their parents, these so-called Christians who have been promoting abortion, they are not the servants of Jesus Christ. They are the servants of the devil. They are the servants of the devil. They are paving the way for the rise of the Antichrist, their master. If you are a true believer of Jesus Christ, don't listen to these liars and deceivers and dishonest people. They are dishonest at the very core of their hearts. Any man or any person who claims to be a Christian and at the same time doing these things and pushing our nation to do these things are not honest. They are not honest to themselves. They are not honest to God. Furthermore, they are the servants of the devil. We have many of them all around us. And I have a word for them. I have a very, very sobering warning for them. Yes, they are going to win victories and victories upon victories in these days. They will go from strength to strength now. They will push one law after another. In fact, they will even catch and persecute some Christians. But only until, only until the day Jesus Christ comes and fetches us from this world, only until the rapture, they will have a temporary victory against us. Because it is written in the word of God, in the last days, evil will multiply. The doers of the evil will have temporary victories over Christians even. They will multiply their wickedness. So much so that they will spread their evil to the whole world. So much so that they will bring the world to a point where their master Antichrist will rise to global power. 
And about that time, in fact, before that time, before the rise of Antichrist to global power, Jesus Christ will come and fetch us, the true believers, from this growing darkness, from this increasingly wicked world. All of a sudden, in the blink of an eye, millions of true Christians all over the world will disappear. It's going to happen soon. It's not going to take long. It's going to happen soon. All the signs are, are around us that we are in the end times and rapture is imminent. It is soon. Jesus will, in the blink of an eye, take all his true believers from this world. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 to 18, it says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will be the first to rise. And after that, we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with, him, with, them, in, with them in the air to meet the Lord. So we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, my brothers and sisters in Christ, encourage one another with these words. After the rapture, suddenly, suddenly, this whole world will collapse on its head. After the rapture, when we are gone, all these pro-homosexuality, pro-abortion, pro-wickedness pastors and preachers will be left behind and they will hail the rise of Antichrist, their, their Lord that they are serving. But Antichrist will only unleash upon them wrath upon wrath, wickedness upon wickedness. The whole world will plunge into a seven years long, horrible scale of wrath of God and the wrath of Antichrist. Mankind will devour one another like mad dogs. They will slaughter one another. They will rape one another. They will molest one another. They will plunder one another. They will eat one another. The world will be scorched in fire. The world will be plagued by wars and by, by, by poverty and by wickedness and by evil beyond our imagination. And all those pastors and preachers and so-called fake Christians, dishonest Christians, will be here to enjoy the terrible world that, that they have contributed to create. But for us, those true Christians, we will be in the heaven with our King Jesus Christ, for seven years of celebration, for seven years of wedding ceremony, for seven years of gift-giving ceremony. At the end of those seven years, with our King Jesus Christ, we'll return back to this world, to the city of Jerusalem, where He will establish His thousand-year reign. And from there, He will rule the world for a thousand years in righteousness and in truth and in beauty of God's glory. That's what is waiting for me and for any other true believer. Yes, if you are a true believer of Jesus Christ, that is your future, that is your destiny. But if you are one of those fake, dishonest, corrupt, deceptive, Satan worshipper Christians, promoting homosexuality and abortion and comprehensive sex education and whatever else, you are paving the way for the rise of Antichrist and you're going to have your own share 
of the wrath of God and the wrath of Antichrist in the seven years of tribulation. Enjoy it, my friend. Enjoy it. Because that's what you're working for. And that's what you're going to get. Every so-called wicked pastor promoting and preaching homosexuality and abortion. That's your share in life. Grasp yourself. Hold on to your seatbelt. Your Lord Antichrist is going to come. And on top of the wrath of God, you're going to enjoy the abyss of your King Antichrist. Because that's the king you chose to worship. And you chose to work for. As for me and my house. As for me and many millions of others. Who truly read the word of God. And obey the word of God. And live by the grace of Jesus Christ. Our future is a future of glory. Our future is a future of a thousand year reign on earth. Together with our king Jesus Christ. In righteousness. In glory. In truth. In grace. And in mercy of our king Jesus Christ. So now. If you have not yet decided on what side of the line, red line you're going to be, choose today. Are you going to be one of those who will work towards establishing the kingdom of Antichrist and later on be part of his kingdom to suffer the wrath of God and the wrath of Antichrist? Or are you going to be one of those who will truly obey the every word of God in the Bible, who will truly worship Jesus Christ in humility, who will truly, who will truly receive the salvation of Jesus Christ by grace in obedience to his every word in the Bible without turning and twisting any of it. Then my friend, good news is for you. If you choose that, you will be with me. You will be with us in the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. And a glorious future is awaiting you. And for my brothers and sisters in Christ, Do not lose heart as the wickedness increases, as these serpents around us, as these snakes around us continue growing from strength to strength. Don't lose your heart because their strength and their victory is only temporary before their great fall into the hands of the wrathful hands of Antichrist and being subject of the wrath of God in the seven year tribulation. They are in for a treat of wrath upon wrath, cup after cup. Don't lose your heart by looking at their temporary victories. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on our glorious future with Jesus in his his eternal kingdom. Fix your eyes on Jesus and make sure that you are one of those five brides who will be found worthy when our king comes to fetch us. We'll be found ready when our King comes to fetch us. May the Lord Jesus Christ bless you. And may you make sure that you remain faithful to Jesus Christ in these last days. Yes, we are in the end of the church age. We are in the last days. The world is going to continue growing darker and darker. That means, that means our redemption is coming sooner and sooner, nearer and nearer. With that word, I close this program. I pray that you will choose to follow after Jesus faithfully in obedience to every word of God in the Bible. And you will be one of those who are redeemed by the grace of Jesus Christ. And you will be one of his faithful servants until the last moment, until the moment 
he comes and fetches us from this wicked world. Please, at the same time, continue to pray for us, our ministry, and continue to support us with your donation. As a non-profit, non-denominational, independent ministry, we are committed to preaching the word of God without any censorship, without any compromise. And we are committed to encouraging you to stay firm until the day our Lord Jesus Christ comes to fetch us.